Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, July 7th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my playing partner, Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you today, Andrew? I'm doing great, Coach. Thank you so much. The youngest playing partner in our household just turned six today. So happy wow. birthday to Darius. And a great way to celebrate here chatting about some golf. He's a big fan himself. Well, happy birthday, Darius. Absolutely. Now we just need to to find the rest of our group here for, for DraftKings and FanDuel. Exactly. And, and try to get all of them through to the cut. Should I touch on my reason I'm wearing all black today? Does it have anything to do with Bryson ruining an otherwise perfect lineup? Oh my gosh. I, you know, it was so frustrating last week. It was the double gut punch too, because we talked about our picks and some of the guys we were going to bet. And I, I honestly, I made two bets on this tournament to win it. One was Troy Merritt and one was Joaquin Neiman. And if you guys watched it last week, Those it was names a are gonna three be familiar. playoff. <laughs> How can that happen? Two of the three in the playoff, and you had him outright to win. Correct. And Cam and Davis you comes talk, and, and ruins the party. And that's after having my five underdogs all make the cut, all and two of them make a run, and Stinkin' Bryson can't make the cut. So it was like, you know, missed the big cash, missed the straight bet. So I, I wanted to whine a little bit. I mean, when you have two guys out of three in a playoff and you can't win it, that stinks, man. And it's also terrible when you have five of six make the cut and the one guy who doesn't is your payup in uh, Bryce. Huge, the, he was the char- number one guy, and most he, expensive, favorite, seven and a half to win it. And he won and the he tournament there. Win. I mean, yep. just just destroyed a, a great line. I mean, it's still cashed for us, so that's great. Yeah. But let's see if we can go six for six this week. Absolutely. And, you know, the one thing I can't say, I, even though I'm whining and, and crying, to get two guys that weren't picked very much to get to that point where they got in a playoff and to have the rest of those guys that were very low owned make the cut, you know, at least we're, we're on target there. And maybe we're just getting close to a big takedown, you know? Let's do it. We got this week, then we got the uh, open championship next week. So uh, golf's yeah. really picking up here in the summer. I'm really excited uh, for next week. I'll be doing the golf podcast with you. I'll be up in Pennsylvania. So Coach will be on the road for that one. But we're, uh, we'll are we definitely get it in there because it's the Open, and, and that should be a really fun tournament. I like it's weird times, so you can watch it in an odd hour. It's right. sort of fun. Yep. But let's talk about this week. Okay. <clears throat> We've got the uh, wonderful John Deere Classic. <laughs> Not a great field, but should you know, doesn't mean you can't take something down. And it's at the TPC Deer Run in the wonderful town of Silvis, Illinois. How about that? July 8th through the 11th. And on top of a, a tough field as far as really narrowing it down, who the, the strongest plays are, we may have some weather issues as well. There's two of the four days that it's about 60, 65% chance of rain. So it's going to be, <clears throat> for those of you that, that are betting single rounds and that kind of thing, definitely stay in, you know, in Discord and connected with us because you know, there's going to be an advantageous spot, whether you're in the morning or the afternoon draw, based on the weather and everything else going on. And it's still a little unsettled enough that we can't quite make those calls yet, 
But this this uh, podcast that we always do is for the whole tournament. So it's all going to find its way of, of evening out to some extent. So <clears throat> we'll just go through it uh, as we normally do. And then we can always update on here and on Twitter uh, with some of that news. But uh, it is a par 71, very average 7,268. Um, <clears throat> low scores, again, in the, in the low 20s maybe, or even better. So we've got to be, you know, find some guys that can go those low 60s again. And, uh, you know, should be competitive, again, without it being a super strong field, just about anybody could win it. Yeah, I mean, you got to come and, and be ready to go low here. You know, there's the, the record score here is 27 under for the week. There's been a 59 shot here. My man yeah. Steve Stricker shot a 60. So uh, you got to get hot on the greens. And like you yep. said, it's only average length. And so one of the things I looked at was par four scoring between 400 and 450 yards. Okay. And then there are only three par fives, but you got to birdie those. So I looked at par five scoring as well. And there was some nice overlap here with the guys that are in the field. So I can jump in there if you're ready for that. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, once we start going over some of the past history, too, this is one of the tournaments that fell to COVID last year. So that's right. We'll be we'll be looking back to the you know this event from 2019 and back. That's right. So uh, some of these names are going to come up in the course history uh, section of the podcast as well. And uh, right. we got to start right with Zach Johnson. He's actually top ten in this stat, par four scoring, 400 to 450 yards, and he's one of the guys that just owns this tournament. Uh, yeah. Russell Henley is next uh, on the list. C.T. Pan is a cheaper option, a shorter hitter. Uh, he had made four cuts until he missed the cut at Travelers. So decent recent form if you want to go there. Brian Harmon, uh, great course history here. He's top 20 in this stat. He's tied yeah. for 19th along with Daniel Berger, who's going to be a popular payup option this week. He is. He's not been in the mix very often lately, though. Yeah, he's been, uh, you know, uh, light on his schedule. I heard him talking about that. He's really trying to gear up for the summer and these big events and, and then the Tour Championship. So uh, he's coming in rested. And then two other guys in the top 25, uh, Kevin Stroman and Siwoo Kim. So hmm. uh, that's a group that I'm very interested in. Uh, and then some of them are going to show up in the par five scoring coach. So let's start over there. Guys in the top 40 or so of that stat this year on the PGA Tour who are playing this week, Brian Harmon, ninth on that list, mm. and Daniel okay. Berger, tied for 15th. So those wow. two guys right there jump off the page at me. You you do have to pay up for them, but um, that's a nice duo if you, if you want to go that route. Then we have uh, a cheaper option in Ryan Brem. Uh, he did make the cut last week in Detroit. He's only 6,300 uh, on DraftKings. And then three guys who are tied for 37th, Hank Lebiota, Sung J.M., and Patton Kazire. And right. Lebiota, man, how about his stretch here? Tied for fifth and tied for fourth the last yeah. two weeks. His price has gone up because of it, but it's still 8,400. Uh, so we'll have to think about whether he might go for three top tens in a row. And then, of course, the more well-known Sung J.M. and then Patton Kazire 
uh, another top 25 last week. So it's a small core group there. But again, this is one of those uh, situations where I think if you zero in on a handful of those guys, you're putting yourself in a pretty good spot. Yeah. And, and again, I think it's wide open. I mean, those guys, you know, what a great opportunity to win a tournament and, you know, get on the board and get those exemptions. Um, you know, it's, there are several guys when, you know, we'll talk about the odds a little bit too, but, uh, they're the defending champion again. It's although it's from 2019 is Dylan Fratelli. He's the one that won it. And then, the other guy that stands out that we've now mentioned three times on this is the 2014 champion, Brian Harmon. Yes, so, sir. like you said, you know, the statistical analysis of, of his game that's strong on this type of a course uh, definitely came to fruition in, in 2014. So uh, I will mention he's not playing this week, so I don't have to not play him. But DeChambeau did win it in 2017. Right. <laughs> that, that jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's very interesting. And, and I'll tell you, it's, if you don't mind, I'll jump right before you go into any more stats here. Let's look at the odds real quick because it will go along with basically what you said. And it, you know, it really does follow the pricing quite a bit here with where they are in the odds, but this gives you the, the bird's eye view at how open this tournament is. The favorite right now is 11 to one Daniel Berger. And I don't, I mean, it's been a long time since we picked or talked about Daniel Berger, isn't it? Yeah. He's just been resting up. Um, yeah. but when he shows so, up, he usually is right there in the top 20. He's, he's on the first couple pages of the leaderboard. Yeah. And, and I mean, he's certainly got to be an option. I think Harmon will be somewhat chalky. He's the second choice at 14 to one. He's just, you know, when you're grasping for something to, you know, hold on to in a tournament like this, statistically and, and history on the course, I mean, how do you not include Harmon? He's sort of the the obvious chalk play, I guess. He's also had three straight top 20s, so he's playing well this year. He's playing really well. And then uh, the three, these three guys, I mean, we played all three of these guys. We like these three guys, and, and they're all interesting to me too. And that's Russell Henley at 18-1, to 1, Sunjay M at 20-1, to 1, and your man Kevin Strillman at 25-1. to 1. So... You know, those are some common names that we've been utilizing, and and actually they're going to be get a pretty good chunk of ownership this week. Yeah, and it's it's you know funny. It's something we've talked about a couple times recently. How these golfers they know their strengths and weaknesses, and they look for courses where they can do well. And it's no surprise where they fit the the the, the bill. Uh, statistically and they do well and so then they keep coming back to these courses and this is another example of you know these guys who you just read off as the favorites not not typically favorites but right they are the best names in this field and they keep coming back because they 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 fit this course really well yeah and, and on top of fitting the course i mean when you don't have to beat out dechambeau and spieth and thomas and everybody else uh you know i'm sure their eyes light up they love you know the fact that they feel like they're one of the better players in the tournament which exactly. you know that's that's a huge plus uh here's a couple sort of surprises though these next guys are, are guys that have been super low priced actually quite a bit and are still in the top 10 as far as odds to win this tournament uh, based on our 
partners at betus.com.pa. But Alex Noren at 28 to 1, and Siwoo Kim 33 to 1, Aaron Wise 33 to 1, and then I have to say his name, Cameron Davis. <laughs> he is 35 to 1. Maverick McNeely, who I like, is 35 to 1. And Zach Johnson. Somebody pull. Who think? Who would believe Zach Johnson would be one of the 10 favorites to win a tournament? He's 35 to 1 as well. And then the last guy I'll mention because he's 40 to 1, but I know he's in your lineup this week, and that's Seamus Power, oh, Austin yeah. Power's brother. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> another top 10 last week in Detroit. Um, and he was in our in our lineups, uh, the, the ones I put together. Uh, and he does have strong course history here. Top 20 in 18, top 25 in 17. Uh, playing with a lot of confidence. You know, his price has gone up a lot here. You know, he used to be a 6000 guy, $6,000 yep. $6, guy on DraftKings. Now he's 9000 but it's crazy. I mean, you you, you do like uh, the profile here with that strong recent performance. No question, and consistency too. He's really playing good golf. Uh, here's some names I want to throw out there to you and get your instant reaction. I know it puts you on the spot here, but sometimes that's the best way for us to figure out who we're going to play. It certainly worked last week. So uh, I was surprised. Patton Kazire is forty-two to one. I thought he'd be ahead of guys like Zach Johnson, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, Zach Johnson, just getting that course history local guy uh, action for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, because he's won here. He's finished runner-up multiple times. Kazire, uh, obviously, the younger, stronger guy. Uh, and, you know, that does that's the kind of number that starts to interest me a little bit at a tournament like this. Guys right. who are forty to one or longer, because like you said, it is wide open, and yeah. he's a guy who can win and he can get hot with the putter. Uh, so that's that's one that's a little bit interesting to me. I thought so, and then heartbreaking Troy Merritt's fifty-five to one. I mean, he plays like he did last week. He certainly could be right in. He can go low. He really can. You know, he's the perfect golfer for something like that. Guy can go low if you get him on the right week. And man, how about that hole in one? What a beautiful shot! It always it always amazes me when you get a guy like that who you've seen play for a while. I mean, he's not a rookie on the PGA Tour, and to hear that right. his first hole first in one, one in competition. I mean, these guys hit lasers at the pins every single week. So surprising that it was his first, but good for him to get it when he did. And unfortunately, he didn't win for for you and for us. But you know, really strong finish. So he's got to have a ton of confidence this week. I would think so. It was fun. Be, we were in Discord when he had that hole-in-one, so everybody was sort of going nuts because right. at that time he was in the lead and everything. It was it was great. But, you know, I there there's a pack of guys here, Andrew. I'm going to mention they're all together in that 50 to 60 to 1 range, and they're all bettable to me, and some of these guys are going to make my lineup. And it's weird that they're all bunched together, but there are, are three particular guys that are all, like I said, that higher odd that I think are really, really good plays. So let's get your reaction on these three guys, all 50 to 1 plus. Doc Redman. Yeah, GPP. He's got that on his hat, right? That's right. We we mess with him all the time on that, and he's bound to hit it. Kyle Stanley, who's quietly played good golf recently. 
Yeah, and he finished second here back in 2011. Right. Uh, he's made six straight cuts. So I know you, you kind of like that, Coach. I I mean, that's what I want for cash games. <laughs> exactly. Just make the cut, yep. get to the weekend. And, you know, you don't have to win the stinking thing. Just get through the four rounds. That's the key. Uh, my favorite guy, you mentioned him earlier, but I didn't hoot and holler yet. But I think Hank Leviota is absolutely a monster. I mean, I've watched him a lot of holes. For whatever reason, he was on quite a bit because he was up towards the top of that leaderboard. He just he's a good player and he's got a lot of different aspects of his game and he you talk about a guy that's brimming with confidence uh he's he's one of my favorite plays this week. Hey, he's lefty, love it, playing well. Um and how about his demeanor? I mean, he seems so locked in. That's what um, I mean. Serious just, just on a mission. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean, what a great stretch he's in here and still a reasonable price. Yeah, reason he he did not get moved way up like some of these guys did. So, uh, I'll, and I'll give you the two super long bombs because we always want to try to find a value guy that makes sense. Kramer Hickok is playing better golf. He's made some leaderboard appearances recently. Uh, you know, there's another guy that can be considered. I think. Yeah, after that big finish at the Travelers, no doubt. Yep. And then last guy that I'll mention, because he's 80 to 1, and I know it was 2019, but and he's not playing great golf, but Dylan Fratelli is the defending champion. And if we're looking for cash game guys to make the cut, he's got to give you a little bit of encouragement in the fact that the last time he played this course, he won it. Yeah, I love that for sure. And maybe that'll be just enough to get him back on track. He hasn't been on top form recently. No. Uh, so of the guys you've mentioned, he's my uh, he's my least favorite, probably. Probably GPP ish, but you know, again, that 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 focus of I, I really try to block it out as far as winning the tournament. I keep just saying who's going to make this cut, and you can't, you know, we're I was dogging Deschambeau. He shot under par, right. but that's not good enough. Nope. You know, he's one under. The cut was three. You know, you got you to gotta go low if you're going to even make it to the weekend. So, you know, that's that's going to be the key. And I know Fratelli, when he was on, you know, t- actually it's two seasons ago now, but I remember him shooting, I think he had a 61, a 63. I mean, when he gets hot, he gets hot. But uh, we'll see. I mean, just, just worth a mention because certainly with the COVID tournaments where they skipped a year, some of these defending champions aren't getting quite quite the the hepped up look as they would if it was just last year. Yep. A uh, couple other guys I want to mention with uh, course history here. Uh, okay. To to wrap it up from my perspective, Patrick Rogers finished second here back in seventeen to your man Bryson. He's only seventy four hundred, and he's made four cuts. You know, he made big news there, getting to the top of the leaderboard at the U.S. Open. So he's a yeah. nice value, I think. And then my man, Steve Stricker. I mean, come on. He's won the, he won this three years in a row. He's 7,700 on DraftKings. And he yeah. is bypassing the U.S. Senior Open to play in this event. So you well, know. How do you win a tournament three years in a row? I mean, that, you know, the, that's almost impossible. 20, like, he won it in 2009, 10, and 11. Three in a row. And, usually, and I'll tell you what, Andrew, the fields then in this event were better than they are now 
It's usually so, only guys like Tiger who you hear winning three right. or more in a row at an event. It that's impressive, and it shows you know how solid he was and still is. That's why at this age he can still make all these cuts. I mean, you know, right. making the cut at the PGA Championship, he he's locked in here, getting set to be the Ryder Cup captain. So yeah. and again, if he's going to skip a major to be in this event, you know, he's not just coming here to to get some hacks in. And, yeah. and you know, keep an eye on the young guys, uh, you know, who who might be on his team. He's here to contend. I bl- hey, if you've won somewhere three times in a row, I don't care what age you are. You you walk onto that course, you feel like you own the darn thing. That's right. So, I like that call, and and he certainly has a chance to to make the li- lineup. Was is his price decent still? It's seventy seven hundred. I mean, obviously Not he's bad. usually more like sixty seven hundred. Yeah, but. You know, I'll, I'll take it. You know, that helps make some things work on DraftKings. It does. No question. Uh, any other statistical stuff you want to discuss? Uh, that's it for this week. All right. I mean, I think that's that's really the wrap-up. Uh, you know, there's not, again, a lot of the top guys playing, and a lot of them are just preparing, you know, for the Open. But, you know, we should have some really competitive guys. It's not going to be as tough as it usually is salary wise, because, you know, a lot of those mid seven guys and low eights, you know, you can get a lot of those guys that are almost dead even with some of the guys in the 9,000 range, really. So I think you'll have a little bit easier uh, time uh, building, building a lineup. And, and, you know, as we always say in tournaments like this, don't be afraid to leave salary on the board because if you have your guys that you like, and there's still, you know, thousand bucks left, whatever, that doesn't mean you have to burn a guy in there just to, to eat up that salary. I mean, you know, this this event is wide open and, you know, it's probably going to take a mixture of guys all over the board, you know, as far as salary that that uh, have the optimal lineup. Can't agree anymore. Well said. And we will put our um, heads together and finalize these lineups for our members today. We're recording this on Wednesday. So jump in with us tonight if you want to. Grab those. Uh, we'll give out our full lineups on FanDuel, the coach's clipboard on DraftKings uh, with yes. some highlighted uh, core players and then a bunch of pivots. And uh, looking forward to it. Absolutely. And if you want to join us, uh, it's DFSCoachTalk.com. You can sign up for as little as a three-day pass for $10. Multiple different opportunities. If you play the, you know, bet on these as well as the golf like me and watch your both your guys lose in a playoff, then <laughs> you can you can do that at uh, at our partner betus.com.pa. In fact, if you sign up there for the first time and you make a first deposit of 149, you get two free months with DFS Coach Talk. So uh, take us up on that as well. And uh, you know, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, please hit the thumbs up. Really appreciate the increased viewership. We've been setting record day after day here with people tuning into our NBA PGA information and we'll be adding MLB and then before you know it NFL so we'll be podcasting like crazy so definitely hit that subscribe button because then anytime any of our podcasts post you'll get an alert saying <clears throat> the podcast is up <clears throat> I'm all choked up about it mm-hmm. um, so do that and if you're listening podcast wise audio uh, if it's Spotify, uh, uh, anywhere, Apple Podcasts, you know, you name it, we're on all of them. 
Uh, take a second, hit five stars, quick little comment, and that uh, gets you into a drawing. We just uh, put in three a uh, week ago our, our weekly uh, winner of a weekly membership from somebody that put five stars and uh, a little comment. So we have that drawing monthly. So you have three weeks still to get in for July. We'd love to have you jump in there and try us out. So uh, I also want to make a quick mention and give a shout out, Andrew, because we both talked to him about this and we were both so surprised. We just brought a director of marketing on board here uh, and we're so excited about it. Steven is an amazing golfer too. That's right. So we, we, we brought him on board and he is, uh, you know, he's trying out for the, the uh, U.S. Open uh you know, to get in, to try to get in that and some of the other events and maybe even the Corn Ferry Tour. So wouldn't it be awesome if we have a, a Coach Talk member actually be on the board someday that we have to rank? We just might. And you know he's going to make the coach's clipboard that first week if he if he gets there. He is. And I'll be saying, fade Stephen Fields. No, I won't. <laughs> So big shout out to Mr. Fields there. Uh, great to have you aboard, Stephen. And we'll be rooting for you. He is going to wear, officially, the Coach Talk uh, hat when he golfs in these events. So maybe we actually get a little uh, little view because they do carry the Corn Ferry Tour on the Golf Channel. So uh, hopefully we get him on there. But great stuff, Andrew. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you jumping in. And Certainly catch our NBA podcast. That'll post uh, tomorrow for game two for the NBA finals. So fantastic to have uh, everybody join in. And thank you. It's, it's very much appreciated. And we certainly will be back again next week. I'll be on the road, but we'll be back to, to go over the Open. Very excited about that. that. There's some gigantic contests on both DraftKings and FanDuel. So sign up for those early, uh, and maybe we, we hit the, the big uh, boxcar Yahtzee, as we call it here. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll certainly catch you again next week for more DFS PGA, and we're going to crush it.